Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. We've been looking at some people's hobbies over the last week or so and it's almost inevitable we come around to one that I've been interested in myself for many a long day now that's the Eurovision Song Contest as people know every May I go a small bit bananas uh, in the in the run up to the Eurovision Song Contest I'm a member of a thing called the Brains Trust which is kind of well it's a group we meet in person sometimes but the last couple of years we've met uh, on WhatsApp and we sit and we watch it in our own homes and we have a WhatsApp we're sad people and we do things like open have a glass of Baileys for song number nine we do all these silly things we're we're fans of the the Eurovision Song Contest and we make complete idiots of ourselves online every year and sometimes we even meet for a night beforehand to try to figure out who will win and who will qualify. We're silly, it's silly and it's great fun. But what about making a hobby of going to the Eurovision Song Contest? Going to it like many, many, many times. Uh, Dermot Manning uh, has been to many Eurovision Song Contests, uh, Dublin-based Dermot, a barrister by profession. And uh, Dermot and I, Dermot, I was thinking, pinching myself, we first met you and I, my friend, back in the Green Glens Arena in Mill Street. Good morning. Good morning to you, PJ. Yes, but can you believe it, PJ? 30 years since we first met at the Eurovision Song Contest, three decades ago. Yeah. But and, and you said, I, I said it to friends of mine that next year's contest being in Liverpool is actually closer to me in Dublin than the contest in Mill Street was. How many Eurovisions have you been to, Dermot? Over the 30 years, I've been to 21. So if I go to Liverpool next year, it'll be number 22. I sort of started out and did the four that were in Ireland, and as, as well as the trip to Birmingham in 98. Yeah. Then I didn't go to Jerusalem in 99, I didn't go there. Then my longest un- unbroken run I did from 2000 all the way to 2011 in Dusseldorf, which was 12 contests, yeah. did all of them. Then I took a break for a year because I went to Baku in Azerbaijan. I didn't want to go to Baku. Came back into three more years, and my Almo and Copenhagen and Vienna. Then I took another couple of years off and went back and did um, uh, Lisbon in 2018. And most recently, I was in Turin for this year's final. And for you, it's it's a trip. Like it's it's what a week, maybe even more. 
most years it's usually a week i usually go with my saturday to the following the day after the final so the following sunday week so eight days uh, this year however i only did um uh, from tuesday the day of the first semi-final until the sunday a few reasons for that a few work commitments obviously mm. but also uh, there was a lot of covid restrictions in turin yeah. so there wasn't anything like the normal social whirl that that, that is always around the eurovision oh no you, you know yourself pj things like the dutch party and the georgian yeah. party Oh, yeah. the Norwegian party and those sort of things very little of that happened in Turin uh, very little interaction even with the singers in Turin because they were all kept effectively in bubbles yeah. uh, so they weren't interacting or mixing with the fans or with the press or anything like that What is the big attraction? It is absolutely the most fun week of the year for me. Uh, if you think about it, you know, any city that hosts the contest, and particularly take an example of Turin this year, or a better example, Lisbon in 2018. Like Portugal have been in the contest since the 60s, 64, I think it was our first entry. Uh, and it took them nearly 40 years to win the thing. But they did. And the year when they finally got it to Lisbon, I mean, it was a great opportunity. They put, you know, really put their best foot forward. The city was spruced up. They put a huge Eurovision village right in the center of town there was every bar and cafe had something with the eurovision going on it was they had singers and performers doing stuff like walking down the street there was some eurovision songs playing from yeah. like speakers <laughs> and whatever and then the other great thing uh is pj is the fact that you know your friends that you've met and made over the years that you might have first met in dusseldorf in 2011 or in athens in 2006 they're still popping back up again year after yeah. year how did you get into it first two two things really happened uh, I've, I met a few friends in Dublin in the very early 90s and one of them a guy called Peter Walsh and Peter was a Eurovision fan and we just met at a party I can still remember uh, flicking as bored I was flicking through his record collection and came across with five Eurovision records in a row and I'd never met a Eurovision fan at that point so he, that was the start of it So then, and he spoke about a fan club called the Eurovision Network that was in the UK at the time very big in the 90s and I, said, I remember ringing the BBC I just found the number in a phone book and I rang the BBC got onto their information department they then gave me contact details for this fan club in the UK I then sent them an old fashioned letter I think with a stamp and an envelope and they wrote back to me with a um, fan magazine I remember and an application form to join the fan club and then about a year after that in 92 I was going to their convention, their annual fan convention, which is always held in October. And by sheer, sheer coincidence, they'd invited a special guest, a lovely, lovely lady who sadly passed away earlier this year called Anne Coughlin. And she was invited because she was the press officer in RTE that covered the Eurovision Song Contest. Mm. And in October 1992, she was already looking ahead to the show that would be in Mill Street in 1993. I sat beside her on the plane by sheer coincidence. And by the end of the flight she'd asked me to give her she, I'd given her my name and my address and my phone number and I asked her why do you want that he said you'll see next year and the following February or March I think it was I got this uh, a form in the post which was an application form for accreditation I remember Mill Street sent by Anne and she had put, never put post-its on a sign here put a photograph here <laughs> this sort of thing and I sent it back really not no idea what I was applying for to be honest with you and then next 
second I knew I got a letter confirming I had accreditation for the event in Mill Street. So I rocked on down for a week, not really knowing what to expect, and had the time of my life. I mean, here was I standing in the arena, looking at rehearsals, meeting all the singers, going to their receptions. You yeah. know? So, I mean, that was my first year in Mill Street. And then, of course, the great joy was Niamh Kavanagh won that night, meaning the following year's contest was in Dublin. And the following year, I remember getting a phone call from RTE saying, do you want to use the same photo on your badge again? So I just, you kind of got into it, you know, and I fell into it, really. Talking about these conventions, bashes, they have quizzes, they have stars in their eyes nights, they have karaoke. We've never seen the like. We really have. I know it's huge. I mean, the the one uh, the UK now they organise a very large one. That was actually only last weekend in Cardiff. Uh, Two hundred and twenty went to it. I've been to them a number of times. I mean, they're just and they're always held usually around this time of the year, like September, October. I.e., sort of the middle point from the Eurovision, if you think about it, in, the, in a calendar year. So that's six months on from the contest, you know, the fans are desperate to do something and meet up again. So they generally are held around this time. And yeah, and they're just they're really just get together for people to uh, meet up friends mm. to meet up and as you said and the other big thing they, they always invite our special guests so for example in the one just recently in Cardiff they had Katrina as in the lead singer of Katrina and the Waves they won the contest of the UK with Love Shine a Light and so you must remember like for these singers you know they kind of get this fan following amongst the fan base and they become terribly terribly popular and so so they get these singers Linda Martin does great value out of them she's always going to these conventions Nave Kavanagh does them as well you know Johnny Logan in particular yeah I remember being in Birmingham and Johnny Logan arrived and it was like the parting of the Red Sea <laughs> well I mean Katrina would be I mean she's going to get a great run at it now uh, as the last you know, UK winner back in 1997 and I mean you're going to see a lot of her now fronting up I think yeah. uh, the BBC's coverage Will you get a place to stay over there Dermot because people are already saying Liverpool there won't be a bid to be had and if you do it'll cost you a month's wages well, this is funny. The funny thing is to say that the day they announced it, you know, on Facebook, you get the memories, you know, they pop up, I think, most days, you know. And I actually, the day they announced Liverpool, a memory popped up on my Facebook, and it was from 2010, so there's made 12 years ago, of me saying to Facebook that I had booked my flight to Dusseldorf, which was then going to be the host in the contest in May 2011. And all of the comments on my saying I booked my flight were, oh, you'll never get a place to stay. Oh, there's all the hotels are booked out. Oh, it's 15,000 a night to stay, to stay in Dusseldorf the night of the final. And so on and so on and so on. And it was the same in Copenhagen in 2014. It was the same in Vienna in 2015. It's the same every year. Mm. But the reality is that a huge number of these uh, bookings are held by people that will not get tickets. There's 11,000 tickets uh, that will be available on the night of the final. Uh, of that 11,000, 1,000 goes to delegations, uh, 1,000 will go to sponsors, 1,000 will go to BBC production people and so on and so on and so on. So at most five or 6,000 tickets will be available to the, what we would call the regular fans. You're sorted already, aren't you, Dermot? Well, I, I might have, it might have, I might have a few, I knew, I, it's Liverpool, there's nobody, nobody in Ireland doesn't have family and friends and aunties and uncles living in Liverpool.
Answer the question, Mr. Manning. <laughs> I, I should be okay. I should be okay, PJ. But, but PJ, think about this way. There's two huge football clubs in Liverpool, Everton and Liverpool. Yeah. How often are there weekends when both of them are playing home matches? So true. they have 10,000 fans from Everton, 10,000 fans, visiting fans for Liverpool, you know, all staying in Liverpool on the same night. And they, they accommodate them without a blink of an eye. So I imagine it won't be that hard for them to put up six, seven, eight thousand visiting fans. Fans. I say it's a big city, Liverpool, plenty of hotels, and and they and worse comes to the worst, you can stay in Manchester, it's only twenty five minutes by train, Warrington's only twenty minutes by train. Mm. You know, there's plenty of options around there. Dermot, a pleasure as always to talk to you, my friend, and consider yourself booked for Liverpool. And I will indeed, PJ. Look forward to talking from you there. <laughs> Cheers, Dermot. Yeah. Yeah, we actually well, we're putting a pitch in here. Uh, I didn't realise that I had another Eurovision fan on the team. Uh, Emer wants to go to Eurovision, so we're going to see if we can't get a programme done from there on the Friday. Wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be fantastic? We probably will be told, no, you're mad, shut up. But we can ask 0818 only over the road, like, Liverpool. 0818 uh, Frank Dermody is the president of OGAE Ireland, which is the Eurovision fan club. And Frank Dermody is a Corkman. Is it the first time a Corkman's ever been president of the fan club? Frank, morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Is it the first time ever a Corkman's... Well, to my knowledge, yes, but there's only ever been about four presidents of the fan club, so <laughs> yes. <laughs> how did How did you get into it? Um, I got into it the old-fashioned way in Ireland way back in the 80s. My parents were watching it on TV and I just got hooked at that. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Point. Years later, um meeting friends who were into the Eurovision, they put me on to other people. And then it was, eventually we decided, my partner was turning 40 and their big thing was, want to go to the Eurovision. It was being held in Oslo. So we went out there, we booked tickets through the the regular site. And when we went out there, 
there were so many Irish fans yeah. and we got to to know them and to meet them up and that's how we joined the the fan club at that point and since that we've grown the club exponentially there's more and more people joining every year it's just a fantastic organization to be part of but the the joy and the happiness that it brings to people yeah. is amazing and like, I love it even though it's so long since we won the damn thing the Irish interest seems to be as strong as it ever was, if not stronger. Absolutely. It, there is a passion in Ireland for it because we all grew up with it. And it was one of the highlights of the year. Every May, we would take part in it. And like most of us would be of the age where we remember when we did very well in the 90s. And like, if you're an RT, you're probably crying at those memories now. But it's it's still got that joy and that heart, that, that love yeah. for it. We grew up with it and we just because that community is there. We understand that maybe we don't do as well as we used to. Do we wish we did? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But there's always hope for the next year. Yeah. Do do you have, go to these big conventions and these big nights and do you do Yurioki and all those things? (laughs) Yurioki, I love it. (laughs) Yeah, we go to the conventions all around um, Europe. I've been to a few in Amsterdam, London, Berlin. There's one in Dublin now at the end of the month, and we're hoping to have one set up in Cork at the end of November. Oh, brilliant! Well. I'll go to that myself. <laughs> I will the invite. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it, as I said, I first went. I went for my job in in '93 to Mill Street, and that's where I bumped into Mr. Manning, who was on before you there, and my pal Ken O'Sullivan, <laughs> another Corkman, um, and the three of us have. Well, Dermot's been all over the world with it, all over the Eurovision. Um, division of the world and I've been to it four or five times Ken's been to it several times and I always say to people it is the the buzz it's the biggest party on the planet for, for what's now two weeks there's no way to to accurately describe it unless you feel it when you're out there because the atmosphere is electric everyone is on the same vibe level as you and it's just wonderful they could be from Slovenia you have no idea what they're talking about and you're talk and you feel the same way about the competition. There's a love, there's a reverence, and it's just it brings out the best in people. I think. And there are people who know it backwards. They know every score that ever got given to anybody. It's it's. I know. It, 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 it's it amazing. Geekery. Do do you happen you you do you know Paul G the great Paul G? I think I do. Yes. Yeah. Paul <laughs> is one of our one of our brains trust people. Um, he's the man who manages the jury with RTE and uh, he's on our brains oh, yes. trust and there's nobody knows Eurovision like Paul G but if you say oh son Spain gave us five no they didn't they gave us four <laughs> he knows he knows and it's it's. The, the, but the, tell me about this Cork convention what are you hoping to have? It's a night in Cork. We want to play Eurovision music there, obviously, so we're looking to get a DJ and a drag queen involved as well to play some hits. There's going to be a little quiz, and hopefully we might have a surprise artist that turns up. That Again, this is to be confirmed, and so I can't really tell you anything yeah, just that, yet. I know that the wonderful Neve, they just don't want to be here, Neve visited Care Choice in Montanati recently, and Neve Kavner did. Um, yeah, she's, she's a wonderful person. I love her to bits. She's great. I haven't seen her in a while. She was my last live studio guest before COVID. That, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. We, she was in here. and I, Well, I have a little bit of a story. The night that she won in Mill Street, 
Um, myself and the aforementioned Mr. O'Sullivan managed to blag our way onto the official bus <laughs> and lie our way into the after party and Neve recognised us because she'd done interviews with us both and she grabbed us by the hands and pulled us in the door into the party. <laughs> so... <laughs> Well, you were officially accredited then at that uh, point. Official, well, we were both working. We were both officially accredited. But we, we, we had no invites to that party. But that's that's the crack of it, isn't it? Get, seeing where you can get into, seeing what party you can go to. Absolutely. It is just one great big party atmosphere out there. And there's something for everyone, be they kids, be they adults, be they... You're just wandering in. I have friends who they don't get... They never want to get a ticket they just want to go to the city yes. and see it and experience it at the same time yeah. there are people who just they i would recommend to absolutely anybody any chance you get go see a semi-final go see a final you won't it's that feeling when you get there it's that pure excitement and it's everywhere it is it and is. it's it's electric you can you can you can taste it you can absolutely taste taste it come here getting to liverpool and actually staying in liverpool Frank, is going to yep. be tough. The prices of accommodation are going to be ridiculous. They're ridiculous currently, but it it is kind of um, a cyclical thing. It happens every year. They announce the city and then everyone and their mother wants to get accommodation to go out there. So they all book everything that's available. And so, of course, the last few people who have the accommodation left are going to drive up the prices. That's just how the market works. But closer to the date, people will drop out. They cancel their accommodations, more things come on the market. It's, and you like for Turin, I didn't even book my accommodation till March and it was normal priced at that point. Yeah. But if I booked in November or December or of the previous year, it would have been several thousand a night. Yeah. So to those looking to go, just hang tough. It does get better. It will come around. Yeah. And like Dermot was saying, this happens nearly every year. And I mean, you saw the news story there about Liverpool looking at potentially having people in a cruise ship. That was happening in um, Copenhagen. That's right. At the time, they were talking about it as well. That's so, right. again, just hang tough. It's going to get better. Because yeah. it is a big city. Accommodation is not lacking. Yeah, plus the fact that it's you've got several other cities only 20 minutes away by train. Oh, huge. Yeah, Manchester is enormous. Exactly. You know, so there will there will be accommodation. So, when will you pay your first visit to Liverpool to see the lie of the land before going there, Frank? I know people <laughs> do that get, too. Uh, this is true. I'm hoping to get a group from the the fan club to go out there in hopefully January or February to get the lie of the land and to scope out a base of operations where we can work from. At that point, a great big meeting point for anyone who's Irish or even beyond that to come and meet us up while we're out there. Yeah. Maybe find us a place to do our OB from before that. Before the, <laughs> we're even talking about it here now. We'd love to do the Friday programme, uh, especially if <laughs> Ireland got into the Speaking of Ireland getting into the final, I really thought young Brooke would do it. She, she was amazing. She was brilliant. She was amazing. And she ticked every necessary box. She absolutely did. Do you know, she designed the dresses herself. She did the choreography herself. Mm. She did everything. Yeah. So, and it was just stunning. She's a wonderful individual. And I was gutted. Absolutely oh, we were gutted. all, she we were watching qualify. on the Brains Trust. We just could not believe it that she didn't get the. Through. The fans just were going mental in the audience for her. The screaming for her. Just like, even if you listen, listen back to the videos, it's going, Ireland, Ireland, yes. Brooke, Brooke, Brooke. They were going crazy for her in the stadium 
absolutely crazy. Absolutely gutted for her. And I know, speaking to her afterwards, that she was she felt very disappointed that she let down Ireland. She did. But she thought she thought we, that, yeah. And she was wrong. Luckily, we organized. Absolutely. She didn't let us down at all. She did us very proud. We organised for to meet a couple of the fans afterwards and it turned then into several hundred fans who found out that she was coming. And she just got, she just felt the love at that point out in Turin and it helped cheer her up immensely good. at that point. And I'm absolutely delighted we were able to do that for her. Good, good because my, both, both my friends, Ken and Dermot, had met her and said she was just an absolute dote and, and really had everything it took to make a final and she didn't. Who's, who knows? We start the search again. That's it. Do you know anyone? Who knows? Do you know, any, do you know anybody writing a song? I don't know anyone this year writing a song. So I'll be perfectly honest with you. But there is. Um, the RT were saying that there was a lot of interest this year in comparison to other years. So it does look, hopefully, that we might get a good better. Uh, sorry, we might get a better chance this year of getting to the final. Who'd hope? Who, I think. Or here's hoping. Because I think here's hoping exactly. So it looks like we're cracking the formula which is don't take yourself too seriously and send in quality. Yeah. I have my message. I have my flights booked for the Eurovision with my 12-year-old who's obsessed. I'd love to know how to get passes or tickets for the actual shows. Could that fella Dermot help? I was always obsessed, but my 12-year-old is worse. Someone who wants to get tickets, Frank, there is an official site that they can start to check, isn't there? There is. It, it's actually the BBC would organise the tickets this year. So it's the host nation's uh, TV station would organise the ticket sales. And it usually goes on from um, the major ticket provider of that country. It could be Ticketmaster in Italy. It was Billet One. Okay. So what they'll do is you go to Eurovision.tv, which is the official Eurovision website, and they will let you know in advance when the tickets are coming out. Okay. They're not uh, out yet, I take it. No, no. I, we just got the whole city. I would, from speaking with others, I would honestly estimate maybe early New Year before the tickets are sorted. All right. Because it's okay. generally about two to three months after, after the venue the, the, is announced that the tickets start coming on sale at very, that point. Very good. All but right. they'll, usually, they'll usually give you about a week or two notice at that point. The fine, And here's a tip for everyone. If you're going to go to the Eurovision, the final will sell out in minutes. Yeah. It always does every year. It's the biggest one. Try to go for a semi-final, a dress rehearsal, or a family final. Yes. And what that is, is they're filmed the same way, and they're sent off to the juries to view beforehand, and generally they're much easier to get to. Yeah. Do they still do uh, the full dress rehearsal on the Friday night? They absolutely do, yes. And there's a public audience at that too? There is indeed, and there's a family final on the Saturday. So they film both of them in exactly the same way they would for the actual Eurovision itself. So if you go to those, you'll see all the fireworks, you'll see all the spectacular, you'll see the same commentary that's cool. happening as well. Excellent, because that's all comes, I've, I've seen there, I've been, I've been in with Marty Whelan uh, years back, and I've seen, it, it's a script, it actually is a script, and, and you put your own twist on it. So the same commentary is correct. Frank, I've no doubt we'll talk between now and, and Eurovision time, and keep us appraised of details of the Cork event at the end of November, because I'd absolutely love to be there. Absolutely, I'll let you know when it's available. Cheers, that's Frank Dermody, who's president of OGAE Ireland, uh, Ireland's Eurovision fan club. Quartz 96 FM. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.